Beers with Bands podcast with your host, Michael Torres. I am happy to be doing this and just right. chilling. <laughs> uh, I'm happy to have you on. Uh, thank you so much for, for being down to be part of it. Uh, like I've been jamming everything and everything sounds so sick at like I think you guys have it perfectly put on your band camp where it's like emo revival and that's I feel like exactly what this is in, in the best ways. Yeah, thanks, dude. It's um, yeah, it, I'm, I'm glad you you dig everything. It's uh, it's been it's been really fun and uh, cool to like for being a pretty new like baby band um to be getting like nice feedback and people enjoying it and kind of like. Oh, cool! Yeah, I get what y'all are doing, and like, get what you're going for. Yeah. Uh, do you have a beer with you that you want to crack with me for this opening? I do. Yeah. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beers of Bands. Uh, this is the first episode being recorded in 2023, uh, so I'm super stoked. And, you know, I got to give a big shout out to Justin from Kerosene Heights for sitting down with me for this first episode of 2023. Dude, what's going on? Oh, I'm so happy to be ringing it in with you. <laughs> happy you New know, Year. Stoked. I, happy <laughs> New Year to you, too. Did you have at least a good New Year's Eve? I Yeah, I worked. So, you okay. know, I mean... Uh, it, but it, it's again it's like i was saying before it's like eh, everyone's having a good time and uh there's yeah worse things my my wife was in vegas uh with a friend of hers so i was like I wouldn't I'd be sitting at home with the dog otherwise so it's right. great yeah that's awesome uh How about yeah, you I, uh you know i i just got together with some uh close friends we kind of uh i think i hit midnight as we were driving home uh cool. safe and responsibly of course yes um, but uh <laughs> you know, I don't know, turning 30 this year, well, in 2022, just made me just be like, do I really need to stay up till midnight? Uh, and then I was up till two anyway, so it didn't really matter. Uh, so, you know, you know how it goes. Yep, I do the same thing. I, I People are like, oh, when you get off work, come over. We're, and I'm like, I don't want to do it. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> uh, well, for people that might not know, Kerosene Heights is a emo punk uh very big like like we were talking about earlier there's like the emo revivalness to it it almost feels like you know those early free throw or like dowsing era uh i think it's like what 2010 to 2013 ish of like emo um and you guys are from i think i saw Asheville, north carolina Asheville, Um, north carolina yep i mean for people that aren't aware of you guys like definitely go check it out you guys had a big 2022 and we'll kind of get into everything but i mean you're killing it with what you're doing with what you're putting out um stoked with everything that happened in 2022 um for people that might not be aware what do you do in kerosene heights i play guitar um so there there's four of us uh and it's again yeah it's just just me today um (laughs) but yeah i I play i play i guess lead guitar technically but i play guitar okay and then uh obviously like we mentioned there are four members in the band who are the other three dudes and what do they do so Chance um, is the other guitarist and vocalist. Um, L 
is, I guess we, we actually just, uh, I don't even think, not, I don't think we'll ever announce it, but we actually just had our drummer and uh, bass player switch. Okay. Uh, so L uh, now plays bass, but they had been drumming. So pretty much everything that's been recorded up to this point, they were playing drums on. Um, and then Reese is now our drummer, but he, uh, he was our bass player uh, prior to that. Okay, crazy. Yeah. Like, do you see with that, like, I, obviously you mentioned like L recorded everything, but do you see like a dynamic switch or like a change in the sound when you guys go to play like live or anything like that? A little bit now. Um, so yeah, we, the main reason we did that is Reese uh, kind of joined the band really early on um our original bass player uh kind of who recorded uh all of the bass tracks on the ep on no more bad dreams um his name was steven uh steven's the best uh steven was like yeah i'm not trying to tour um mm. and that kind of led us into a discussion of like well we definitely are um and we're trying to do it as much as we can so it was a very like you know nice Steven was just kind of like, if you guys find somebody else that wants to play bass who can tour and wants to tour, do it. Um, and Reese uh, had been a good good friend of mine prior to that. Uh, and I knew he kind of played a bunch of instruments and he and I were into a lot of the same kind of music. So he jumped in and um, yeah, started touring with us. But anyway, Reese is a drummer uh, and, and was like, yeah, I'll play bass. Um, and L kind of same deal. L had, I think, has played they've played stringed instruments for a lot of their life um and i might be messing this up a little bit but i think they sort of relearned drums specifically to to start playing in kerosene heights so okay. um it's it's definitely a little bit different um but i think it's in a really good way um right. so the the album that we're about to go record will feature them both in their new new roles um and it'll be it just seemed like a good time to do it uh this is the first thing that we'll have gone to record uh that's like at an actual studio where someone else is engineering everything and yeah basically it's just the first time we're not doing it all ourselves um okay. well <laughs> or, i mean mostly ourselves right uh well no that's that's awesome i'm stoked to to kind of see what uh the new roles will bring because not that it would like sound bad by any means or anything like just everyone has a different like playing style especially when yeah. it comes to drums like it's such a everyone kind of has their very unique style when and and uh rhythm when it comes to doing that so it'll be interesting yeah. to see like if there's anything super noticeable between like different styles of playing yeah it's it's all subtle but it is definitely there and you are not wrong i mean it's um l uh, playing drums was like we'd, we'd play shows and and in the best way people are like man that dude hits like just so hard and like that that is like I, I love that about L's drum style is like they they are just like you know 100 miles an hour and play like just real loud fast like they love doing blast beats and like uh would try to and do it i'm like there's no way you're going to be able to incorporate blast beats into any of our songs and they would and it's like holy shit dude that's awesome <laughs> um but, but you know again equally like they've kind of come in on bass and um a lot of things i think have it, it's kind of forced us to uh to be a little bit more 
um, like sort of conscious and thoughtful about what everyone is doing. Um, and I think before I, especially on guitar, um, just kind of was like, yeah, I'm just going to do, you know, I'll just noodle and do whatever over all of this. And their bass playing style is a little bit more technical. Um, and so it's definitely sort of caused us to be a little bit more aware of when we're doing that, you know, does it need all this? Is this too busy? And I think that that's sort of been my, the hardest thing for me and in a good way is how do we keep this from being too busy uh, for this new record? I think we're doing a good job. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to get into the studio and get this record out. Dude, hell yeah. I'm uh, like, I'm stoked to see what this next, uh, like, it'll be your first LP as Carousel Heights. Um, yeah. And I'm stoked to see what that's going to be like. But uh, I feel like we should kind of start more towards the beginning. I mean, by the time this yeah. episode comes out, it, I think this is episode slated to come out like the end of January, um, cool. which will be, it's off by like a week of the anniversary of the, of the EP coming out. Yeah. Um, uh, for people that might not be aware that I'm, I'm talking about No More Bad Dreams um, that came out, I think I saw February 4th. That's and correct. Nice little five song EP. First introduction to Kerosene Heights for a lot of people. Um, I mean, obviously it's been almost a year ago, but like, do you remember like the reception that you got on that? Like what everyone thought about it? Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it was really, I think, all of us were just like, cool, we've got some songs. Let's, let's <laughs> put an EP out. Um, <laughs> uh, and, you know, it was, I think, definitely ab- about, you know, I hate to say anticlimactic, but it was about what I expected. Um, I mean, we were a, a brand new band um, that I don't think anyone knew us, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was like the, the friends that we had that listened were like, oh yeah, this is, this is cool. And we're like, you know, we were really into it. We're like, this is great. Um, we love, you know, we love those songs. Um, and I think for us more than anything, it, you know, less, less about the reception, just more about like, I think all four of us being able to see like, oh, cool, we can do this. Um, I mean, again, I, we, we, the, the way that that EP was recorded was so, low budget and bare bones um and me especially i've i think i've i've played in a lot of bands for a long time and i definitely had more of the like yeah this isn't gonna work like we're not gonna be able to this is we're not putting this out like it's gonna be not what you know mix mastered everything chance did all of that Mm. um and crushed it and it was nice for even me to be like cool i'll shut up (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, the recording on this is is super solid. Like it, but like with the sound that you guys are doing, the recording, even if it like was like a shitty basement recording, I feel like it would still hold up well with your sound because you have that like um, kind of like heavier emo sound where those shitty recordings would still be dope. But like obviously, like we're saying, like Chance killed it on this, so. You don't have to worry about that, but like, it still works so well with your sound. Yeah. And that's, I think a big thing that it took, again, me a little bit of time to sort of come around to, um, was, you know, chances definitely, uh, more into like the like heavier punk leaning side of things. And I come from more of the, like, I want all the guitars to be like clean and, Mm. um, definitely the more 
you know, kind of twinkly emo side of things. And, uh, but I think it works really well. Um, and it was something that at first I'm like, I, again, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is going to work. Um, Chance is also really into a lot of like garage rock and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I think that that sort of bleeds into everything a little bit with the production side of things and, and sort of on the EP, like um, being able to hear like that work for me was again, a really cool kind of thing. Um, you know, it's, you got to trust everybody to sort of do what they're going to do. And like, it's hard to work in a group sometimes in that way when you're like, no, it's supposed to be like this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like it's, it'd be different if it was like a solo project and you're like, this is, this is my vision. This is the idea, but you're working with three other people and you all have, this is all your baby project and you want yeah. to, to be what it needs to be. Um, so definitely. I mean, at least well, you're able that, to like all come to that same level. That we yeah, and that, and I think for the EP it was a little bit easier too because again I guess going back to the beginning, um, it was a solo project for Chance. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, he he under a different name. Um, he recorded under the name Echo Chambers, uh, and I think a lot of that music is actually still up on Spotify and Bandcamp. It's definitely a little bit different than Kerosene Heights, um, but. It was, you know, that's sort of how things started is uh, my my now wife um, and her best friend, Chance is her best friend's partner. Um, and uh, it had just kind of someone had said like, oh, yeah, he makes music. And I'm like, cool, let me hear it. And then, uh, you know, I, I think I just bugged him until he was like, fine, I'll start a band with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it was it w was great. I mean, I really enjoyed all of it like his vocals um songwriting style that dude will just like i have never understood how people do that but he he will a week will go by and he's like cool i have five new songs and i'm like all right, right. <laughs> yeah, um, i was talking to someone cool. once and they they were just like oh yeah you know pandemic was crazy like everyone wasn't doing anything but i wrote like 30 eps or like wrote like i had like come up with like 40 songs i'm like how do you do that like i barely come up with like three sentences in an hour yeah. sometimes Same. uh I, I will sit on 45 seconds of a song that i'm working on for three months and then i'm like eh, it's not good scrap it <laughs> <laughs> um but I, you know it's it it's great i mean that was like like you're i mean we were kind of i guess in a way like sort of a, a pandemic band like we started right before uh I think right before that maybe right after it um and uh so it was a lot of just like sending stuff back and forth um you know over the internet and sort of like cool i have this idea i'll put it over the top and then sort of making things that way um but yeah he's he's ridiculous i it's it's incredible to me that that dude is able to do that like you know we i think our goal for the full length was to have around 20 to 25 demos uh wow. and incredibly like we did that um and then sort of whittled it down to like cool it's this 11 um yeah and he like you know one of the songs on there got written not even a month ago which he's like oh, i don't really like this one i think i'm gonna try to write something new and i'm like dude you are gonna kill me with stress um but he did it and it's like yeah cool this is great let's do it um so yeah it's 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 been fun to work with somebody like that uh it sort of keeps me having to like play a lot and work on things a lot and, you know, 
try to stay like inspired and motivated to to not feel like I'm just writing the same guitar riff over and over and over again. <laughs> right. Now with this EP uh, in December, uh, you guys announced two things. Um, you announced you know the deluxe version of the of this EP, which com- which adds two new songs to it. Yep. Uh, and you also uh, major congratulations signed with No Sleep Records. Yeah. And, uh, I think they're what Huntington Beach, California now, or Southern California. Yeah, I, 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 exactly. I just say LA. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but congratulations on 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 that signing. Um, I feel dude, like excited. Like, obviously, I saw that you're wearing the No Sleep hoodie today. Uh, like yeah, they're, they're, they've <laughs> always been, and I mentioned this a couple of different times. Like, they've always been like one of my favorite record labels because, like, you know, they're. I feel like the out of like the bigger record labels that are out there right now they're the more like diy ish compared to them so like if you compare them to yeah. like pure noise rise records and, and and so on like that um and they've always had super good lineups i know i mean obviously you guys are on there uh the homies and unturned are on there um, yes they, they put out a lot of a lot of great stuff and uh just major congratulations on, on that signing thank you it's yeah. it's always like it's weird but that was uh I'm I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I've known about them since I was in high school and uh I have loved like pretty much any version of what that label has been and what their roster has looked like and uh um, right. the you know, I think the moment we kind of realized like, oh shit, this this might happen. Like we might actually, you know, get this worked out with them was like yeah, I I I was ecstatic. Um yeah, it's it's really cool and uh definitely really exciting for us. And in such a short amount of time for us to have been able to do that is pretty incredible. Um, you know, and I think that that's, I, I have a hard time with that a lot. And I think probably a lot of people do, uh, you know, it's like, ah, I'm not doing enough. And in the like internet age where everything is compared to this or that, and you're like, well, we're not doing anything. And then I'm like, no, we've done a ton. Uh, and we're, we're really excited and proud of yeah. that major stoked um but like i mentioned you, you did uh kind of re-release the ep in the deluxe version adding two new songs to it uh for people that aren't aware those songs are everything that matters and the dog and me is fatigued uh yep. which are both super solid and they i feel like they round out that that ep uh very well like what was the idea behind adding those songs um specifically considering you've released a few other singles uh throughout the year as well yeah, um, that was kind of, I think a lot of the conversation uh, around that was we knew we wanted to, uh, Chris from No Sleep had kind of talked to us about reissuing the EP um, and we knew we wanted to add some B-sides to it. So originally I was like, well, we could, you know, if we really wanted to do like a big deluxe, we could roll all those singles that we put out on there and add some B-sides. Um, but I think ultimately we were kind of happy with the singles as they stood um and those two songs were songs that we all really really liked a lot um but they just kind of never had a place anywhere else um everything that matters got recorded uh right in the same session that we did Catherine and 16 so that split or that bw like ab split um and uh we're kind of ultimately like, ah, this doesn't really fit on that. We're just going to do those two songs and we'll just, you know, hang on to this and use it at some point. Uh, And the dog in me was a demo from 
the original No More Bad Dreams session. So th that one more so specifically was like, this was written with these songs and kind of fits right in uh, with all of those. And yeah, so it was just like, they're not going to make the full length. They're not, you know, why let them just sit on a computer drive somewhere and never put them out? Like, let's just put them out. Um, and I'm happy we did. I, I love those songs. Uh, and I'm always happy to put out more music. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, I felt like those two songs were a great addition, uh, especially knowing that, like, um, oh, I don't, I don't want to put your names. Everything That Matters was recorded with Catherine seeing, like, I don't know if it's just because I've heard it so many times with No More Bad Dreams. I can't picture it being released with Catherine like 16 was. Right. Uh, because like those ones kind of change up a little bit. But I, I feel like the seven songs that you guys, well, the two additional songs that added to the five um, rounded out that EP just perfectly and kind of made it that that nice little what it is. Um, yeah. And then I, I really dug the, the you know, changing of the cover art going from primarily red to primarily black to kind of give it that whole like feel. Because I'm trying to think of... Uh, there's been like a few other deluxe albums that like people have released that like always they change everything stays the same but they just change like the main color of it just to yeah. like set it apart and I feel like it you know you got to do that if you're gonna release it a deluxe version uh, yeah and it's great it yeah it um uh it, it, a local artist Asheville local artist is who did that uh, album art and so it you know it was super easy. Uh, their name is Z. It was super easy to just kind of get that, you know, that was, yeah, we're like, hey, we want to just, we're thinking about just sort of inverting the colors on this. Um, yeah, no problem. I got you guys. Uh, yeah, they're awesome. Their art is really, really cool too. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to look up, I'll, I'll find it and I'll say it <laughs> okay. on here so people can look up their art if they'd like. Yeah. Uh, totally am forgetting their Instagram handle <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> uh, but they, yeah, they are, uh, they're awesome um and uh i'm probably not gonna find it i'm very bad at all but anyway their name is z uh yeah maybe we'll put it in the notes somewhere later yeah, yeah. <laughs> you find it you let me know we'll put it in the description down below that way everyone can make sure to hit them up yeah. uh, and support them yeah um, but but yeah i i mean i loved it um i mean you also this year besides putting out Catherine in 16 you're also part of a i think it was what a four-way split back in november Correct. uh with, with drunk uncle and I, i'm blanking on the other uh names thorn tire on there. um and thorn tire and rose ceremony were the okay. other two bands yep um which also if anyone's listening definitely go check out that split um and check out all those bands as well because i mean that split was killer uh, yeah they're awesome yeah we we were uh i think all sort of like oh wow these people all agree to do this like we weren't <laughs> expecting that <laughs> was it um, that like whose idea did you guys get hit up to be part of the split or was it like your guys's idea i know i can't remember who put it out but like they're all, like it was a smaller label that also was doing killer things correct yeah so um old press records tom uh is who put that out um and uh it was like a and then their sister label is acrobat unstable uh, so it was kind of like also a split, uh, I guess, for the label, like both the labels worked on that with us. Um, but Old Press is, I mean, they're one of those labels that I sort of had heard of, but didn't know much about. And then like flipping through their, you know, roster and like bands they've worked with. And you're like, oh, wow, they, like 
this dude like has i think a really like just good taste and like no, yeah he's worked with some really really good bands um and and it's just a really like genuine nice person um and so yeah we had kind of talked to tom about wanting to put something out with old press uh and he's kind of like yeah we can do whatever y'all want to do and i'm like oh well i want to do a split uh and he's like yeah we can do that um so we had hit up uh all of us are big fans of thorn tire um carter and uh so we hit him up and uh he's like yeah yeah i got that i, I can do two songs um and then hit up drunk uncle and they were already working on doing a split with Rose Ceremony, um, who's another, I believe, Austin-based band. Uh, and that's their first music they've released is on that split. Uh, so they mm -hmm. they were kind of like, yeah, um, we were already going to do a split with them. So if you're if y'all are cool with it, we'll just do that. And that's four bands. Um, I've always been a really big fan of that, like just concept as a whole uh and especially like the four-way split to me is such a cool uh cool thing um yeah so it was like great this is a no-brainer um i i mean i would joke with the band early on like i would only do singles and splits if we you know if we could <laughs> uh it's it's so much less pressure and yeah uh it's just sort of fun like right you know it's like there's very low commitment to that like two songs and yeah it's great yeah two songs that you're done and especially if, like you're the ones that are getting asked to be on it you don't have to worry about like the whole like uh i mean obviously you'll get input like on you know maybe cover art and like release date but really it's just you're just there to do your your two song job and then you're like all right see when it releases check definitely later. um and that was you know i I do a lot of the like behind the scenes work for, for this band. And so a lot of that stuff is like things that I'm constantly like, Hey, we need this. We need this. Uh, who's working on this. Who's doing this. Um, and uh, yeah, to have Tom help with a lot of that stuff was amazing. Um, it definitely made me like, cool. I do not want to do this for, for forever <laughs> for those bands. <laughs> um, yeah. Y'all need to find a manager. Uh, but no, it, it was it was cool and easy. Um, I had done, you know, some of the like collage stuff for um, a cup for like the singles that we had released um, and just had some extra like collage stuff I had laying around that I was like, if y'all want to use this, we can use it. Um, and so I had sent the art that got used for the split uh, and everyone was like, yeah, that's actually really cool. Let's just use that, which was uh, sweet. Like um i'm definitely not i do not consider myself an artist and so it was nice to have people be like this is cool and i'm like oh thanks oh, yeah, <laughs> i thought it sucked <laughs> well uh so happy with that how that came out and like just i mean between doing the split that i think released in november you know doing the deluxe and announcing that and the partnership with with no sleep that was a you know great way to end uh I feel like Kerosene Heights is 2022 uh, just kind of go out on that high note. Yes. It, yeah, it was cool. It, it was a super busy, uh, the end of the year was really, really busy for us in the best way. Um, we did, I think the longest tour any of us had ever done, um, which was like just at three weeks uh, at the kind of beginning of October. 
um, down to Fest in Florida. And then, um, yeah, had that split come out, I think right before, I want to say it was right before Fest uh, mm. that, it, that it got sometime around then. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah, it was the end of this. I, I got married right like a week after we played Fest. Uh, oh, wow. So I was gone for another week uh, <laughs> after that. Like it, it was kind of, it's still been nonstop. It's just, we've, the, I guess publicly the band has slowed down a lot over the past couple months, but it's, we have still been incredibly busy. <laughs> wow. Well, congratulations on also getting married. Uh, Thanks. I mean, that, yeah, that's, that sounds like an action-packed last few months, you know, playing fest, releasing so this, getting married, signing No Sleep, releasing the yeah. deluxe. I'm like, oh my God, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it, it, it definitely was. I mean, yeah, we, we I guess technically we signed to No Sleep while we were on that tour. Uh, so even <laughs> that was like, all right, we're just going to not stop doing this. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's sort of what all of us want. I mean, that's, um, I think everybody in the band is like, really into touring and which is hard to find and um yeah just kind of loves doing all of it so it's it for us it's like yeah whatever we can do to keep getting to do this um you know hopefully eventually in a way that's sustainable for us but even if it's not like yeah we'll just keep doing it it's fine (laughs) um so yeah it's 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 been yeah it's been a lot of fun well I mean, you guys are for sure uh, living that dream. I mean, you know, signing the contracts and stuff while you're basically on tour, like yeah. that's kind of like <laughs> a peak moment for a lot of people. One, just to do tour, but like also get to have the signing happen kind of in that same, like, oh, obviously we're doing shit right type of deal. Um, yeah, it was so it was cool. We ate, uh, we celebrated, we were in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and a couple of the guys in the band had never eaten oysters before. So we got oysters, and that was our <laughs> celebration. <laughs> nice. um, now, obviously, we're kind of like obviously, obviously, we just celebrated New Year's Eve. We're in twenty twenty three. We've been kind of talking about this LP. Um, like when I know you, it sounds like you're going to be recording here pretty soon. Like, do you know any sure. ideas as to when we can expect a couple singles or when that what the timeline's looking like for you guys? We are shooting for a summer release. Um, this has been sort of the new fun thing to navigate. Uh, you know, like I said before, I've, I've played in bands for most of my life. Um, I haven't done a lot of the things that I'm doing now for this band. Um, mm. So it's, it's all been a learning process. But, you know, a lot of this seems really contingent and sort of the, the, the like, hinge for all this is like, okay, well, the recordings have to get done first. Um, and then we'll sort of start to, I think, plan that rollout and release and all that for it. Um, so yeah, we, we go to the studio, I guess maybe by the time this comes out, we'll have just finished. We go at the end of January. Um, and uh, yeah, we're looking at hopefully a summer release. Okay. And uh, where yeah. are you guys going to uh, record at? Uh, we are recording actually here in Asheville. Um, so we're recording at a studio here called Drop of the Sun, um, which is, we like, I really can't stress how excited I think all of us are about it. Um, it's such a nice studio. Uh, they've worked with, um, I guess most recently and probably notably, they've worked with uh, the band Wednesday. Um, that is also an, an Asheville local band. Um, and then I, 
uh, MJ Lenderman, who again is a part of Wednesday, but that's their solo project. They're also Asheville local. Um, they just did the newest Archers of Loaf record that came out. Um, I think they've done some like Angel Olsen stuff. Um, it's I'm I'm excited and interested. It, they have not really done a lot of the music that we play, um, but they you know they, they've done like death metal bands that it sounds great. So I think it's right. going to be awesome. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it just kind of was, again, it's like sort of a no brainer for us to like stay home, stay where we're at, um, work somewhere that we're comfortable and feel good about, you know, what we're doing. And um, I think it's going to hopefully show in the record that, you know, it, that that's what it was. Yeah. Dude, well, I, like I said, I'm so stoked to see what this LP is going to be like. Because, I mean, jamming uh, the CP has been so good. And, and like, Emo Revival, it, like, I can't stress that enough. Like, you guys put it on on the band camp. Like, that's literally what this feels like. Uh, especially, you know, growing up listening to, like, Early Free Throw, which I still listen to Early Free Throw because I'm stuck yeah. my ways. But, like, dowsing, okay. all that shit, like, just, it makes me feel like I want to be in a basement in a college town drinking like a case of like pbrs and just you know vibing out like that's yeah. my favorite shit it, it reminds me so much of it that's awesome dude that i mean that's i think you know that that's yeah like that's what we want um <laughs> i mean that is I, I grew up playing in more like very straightforward like pop punk bands uh throughout most of my younger time playing music and uh had a, a just awful touring experience with the band I was doing that with um and ended up you know back at my parents house in central Florida after that tour um and not in the best place and I think you know that was probably during that time period when you're talking about of like that 2009 2010 when so many of these like emo bands at the time were putting out just like incredible music and I'm like holy shit, what is this? Like, I, and, and I think, you know, it, um, it definitely like that just totally changed the whole trajectory, uh, for me. I, you know, that I was like, I want to make this. Um, and, uh, yeah, I started at the time I started a, you know, an emo band in my very small hometown in Florida and did that for a little while and, um, eventually left it and moved across the country. But, uh, but yeah, it, it, you know, it, yeah, it that is the type of music that I think we all genuinely just love, and so it's fun to get to kind of do our spin and our take on that. Well, everyone that's listening, be ready for you know that LP coming, uh, you know, summer twenty twenty three. Um, so as we kind of transition here, or I guess before we fully transition, is there anything with Kerosene Heights that I might have missed that you want the people to know about? I don't think so. I mean, that's kind of, you know, we'll have um, some shorter tours we're announcing for spring. Uh, but right now it's just been kind of hiding away, focusing on this record. And um, yeah, we're, I, I am like, you know, as you can tell, I'm like, I won't stop talking about it. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's all, I think all of our favorite songs we've ever written by a landslide. And even now sitting down trying to figure out like, what are the singles going to be? We're like, just pick any of them. It doesn't matter. You know, right. for us, well, they're all singles. That's, that's whoa, cool. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking dope. If like, yeah. cause, cause whenever you listen to like an album or like something that someone releases, you can kind of 
obviously the band has their ideas as to like what the singles they want to be and then like the listeners will also have like their ideas as to like oh these could have been the singles too but the fact that you guys are already saying for like this 11 song lp that every song could be the single like that makes me even more stoked that like that it's that many bangers on one record i love them and and but you know i felt that way with with the ep too um Genuinely, like I and and I'm happy we did what we did. I pushed for a completely different song to be the single on the uh, EP, and I'm glad I I lost that fight because um, I think in a lot of ways had tired of me not been the single. The whole year would have looked different for us. Mm. Um, we weirdly got some like news features for that song that we had no expectation of that happening, and I think had a lot of people kind of be like, who are wait what is this this is good <laughs> so yeah and i fought to the nail i'm like tired of me is not a single y'all like you're wrong uh and and then i'm like yeah okay i'm wrong again <laughs> oh uh one quick question i had about the the ep is at the end of the first song at the end of for people that looking at track listening at the end of in your blood there's a little sound clip that says what should we do next do you want to just do uh something about you and then just play it back from there that like it obviously i i hear that i'm very intrigued it was the set list was like the track listing supposed to be completely different um i don't know that it that i i honestly don't know chance did a lot of that stuff um and i think you know i've heard some of the episodes i listened to where you're talking about like sound clips and stuff like I mean, it, yeah, we're an emo band. We, I like, and and we all love like we all love hardcore music too. So it's like the two types of music I feel like that use that so much that we're like, yeah, put them in. Um, I don't know if it's still on there, uh, but w- when we originally recorded uh, things I do, um, that also had like a sound clip of chances. I think it's of chances partner. Uh, and it's like real quick, but they're like, I'll fucking kill you. And it's like right <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> um, so I, I would imagine that that was just, pro- I, I probably went over to Chances and just laid out all my guitar tracking. Um, there's a few spots on that record where either L or myself are doing some backup vocals. It's mostly L. Um, so I, I imagine the mic just picked that up and he's like, ah, I like that. Let's just keep it in there. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I, the band will debate a lot about track listing and I will never say that it doesn't matter. Um, but it's, I try really, and I'm not good at it, but I try really hard to be like, I can't, I don't care about this. Um, and I can't care about this. So y'all, I trust y'all make it whatever you want. Um, and I'm, grateful and happy you know i think that that's something you really have to lean into is like recognizing like oh cool this person cares a lot about this thing let them do it like Mm -hmm. um and don't get frustrated or annoyed that like that you don't care about it and they do you know just let them have that thing um and it'll make things better so that's sort of how it's been with all of that is i you know i try very hard very hard most of the time to be like I don't care. Y'all do what you want. <laughs> okay. I don't do a good job, uh, but I try. All right. Yeah, I, I just kept hearing that this morning, and I was like, I wonder if that has, like, a deeper meaning or if it's just, like, a bullshit thing that they, like, left in. Kind of like a, at the, I can't think of the the song off the top of my head, but there's that A Day to Remember song where, like, they end off with, like, you know, bitch, and then at the end it's like, 
so do you want to leave the bitch in or should we like take it out and then like kind of just leave that sound clip in there and it like it's funny it just adds something more and like it's just definitely you know something that was just for some reason recorded in the studio still yeah no and that's i mean yeah it it i i would guess it's probably the latter and that it there's not a ton of uh meaning to that but again you never i mean that uh the recording aspect of things is definitely chances specialty and expertise and um so you know i yeah i kind of just try to let people do what they're gonna do <laughs> and let them do what they're good at all right um well now as we start to transition to the later half of this episode um i obviously this is beers of bands uh you know we're having a, a few uh midday drinks on this fine january 2nd yes. uh, but justin what are you having uh, uh for your drink of choice today so this is, I had to go to the store uh, right before we recorded this because I was like, I don't have any beers. <laughs> uh, and again, my wife's like, you have to go get beer at 11 in the morning. And I'm like, yeah, it's a podcast called Beers with Bands. I got to do it. <laughs> um, but this is uh, Edmonds Oast uh, Brewing. They're out of Charleston, South Carolina, and it's their uh, country lager. Um, okay. So it's a nice kind of easy going. I, I got voted to do this um, because half of the band doesn't drink and the, and I've, I've, I've worked in, uh, I worked in the craft beer industry for like the better part of 10 years. Um, so they were like, you have fun, dude. You're the beer guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm honored that, that you were uh, willfully selected to do this. Uh, yeah. But also for when we, when you guys come back on in the future and talk about like, you know, LP three or four, um you don't no one's required to drink on these episodes yeah so they're more than welcome that. to always come after, yeah after listening I, I was like oh shit they could have done this it would have been fine <laughs> i like i've been trying to like put that in the emails too like that way like i don't throw anyone off guard if i like i email someone and it's like a you know like it all sober band i don't want them to be like who the fuck is this guy trying to get us to yeah. break yeah like, yeah you're like thanks asshole yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh no it's you know i i it's yeah, I think two of, maybe two of the episodes I listened to um, is when I was like, oh, these guys aren't, like, they're drinking NA beers, or they're not, yeah, um, which is cool, you know, um, it's, I, I, it's been kind of cool to see, again, I work in alcohol, like, it's fun right. to see NA and, like, that type of thing really grow to what it is now, so it's, it, yeah, it is uh, cool. yeah, I think the episode you might be talking about is, the, was the New Junk City episode, yep, and they were drinking NAs, like, they were telling me all this stuff about different NA beers, and I'm like, I didn't even know half of that shit existed anymore, like, when, because, like, for me, when everyone, anyone mentions, like, NA beers, I just immediately think, like, oh, oh duels. Yeah. And that, that's fucking it. Um, no, it's, it, there are, like, fully NA-only breweries now, and yeah. um, pretty much any macro beer, like, you know, Bud, uh, any big beer company has their own NA uh, beer options now too. which you know for us even touring like when you get drink tickets and then half the band is like fuck dude what what am i gonna do with this and then right. you know like okay well there's two options you give it to the other half of the band and then we're wasted which nobody wants um <laughs> or you get like you know a red bull i guess but no it's been cool for me even to be like no you guys they have any beers if you want that like yeah. go get one and they're like oh sick yeah that and it's nice to feel a included and not feel like outcasted or you know whatever because of your your choices and um 
yeah, B. I think it's just it's just nice to have the option, you know, and right. not feel like you have to do something or or feel weird or bad being somewhere because you don't. So, um, yeah, it's 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 crazy, and I almost did that today, but I was like, I uh, yeah, I got I'm on vacation. Right? Yeah, you're on vacation. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, so it's it, and I'm like, I can have one day here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> uh so i mean obviously there, there's a little beer segment for this episode um but now we're going to transition to the later half of these episodes which are the reason that these episodes even exist because you know me and my friends would tell two of stories but kind of gets old when you were there in the moment when those stories actually happened so i'm you know you're just getting them told back to you it's like dude i, I was there it's cool um so this is just where you know you just kind of tell uh, fun stories from your time in music. Obviously, it sounds like you've been doing a lot of bands throughout your time. Uh, they can be from tours, time recording, Kerosene Heights, anything before. Um, as I usually say, anything horrendous to tremendous or any adjective in between. Uh, yes. Yeah. I So, uh, I mean, I will try to mostly focus on Kerosene Heights, but the, the I think the really beautiful thing so far about this band is there hasn't really been any horrendous um, touring. We've been so fortunate and lucky that every tour that we have done has pretty much gone off without a hitch. Like there's not been, you know, a, some tire stuff that we had to deal with, but that's it. And right. going, you know, I, I think the best example would be like the last tour that we did. Um, the first date that we played was in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, and none of us know anybody in Cincinnati, Ohio. And so we're starting to do the, you know, getting close to town. And of course it's like the last minute, like, oh shit, where are we going to stay? Um, and uh, I, I, I chance, you know, if we're really, really not sure, like chance sometimes will on stage just sort of be like, or, you know, wherever we're playing, like, Hey, if anybody has a place to stay, we will give you merch. We like whatever you want. Like we, we are very nice people and uh, we would greatly appreciate that. And uh, sure enough that night, nobody, I think there was a bigger show going on somewhere right outside of Cincinnati. And there, there was also a big music festival in downtown Cincinnati. So not a lot of people came um, and we're like, cool. There's not, there's nobody to give us a place to stay anyway. And uh, I'm outside loading gear back into the van and a dude outside smoking and uh, it turns out he worked in the kitchen at the place we played in Cincinnati. Um, his name's Daryl. Super nice dude. And he's like, if you don't need a place to stay, I got you guys. Um, he, t- he ended up, he plays in a band in, uh, in Cincinnati called Slut Bomb. Um, that's like a, you know, hardcore kind of power violence, whatever. I don't, I, I'm probably, he's, if he ever listened to this, he probably that's not right. Uh, but <laughs> they're really good. Um, and yeah, so he ended up just like, yeah, you guys come back, stay at my place. Um, offered to buy us beers but again you know it's like yeah most of us are sober we're chilling dude uh he lived in like the top story of this like castle looking house and we all get to like chill with him on the roof for a little bit and uh it ended up being like the best way to kick off a tour with like a just genuinely good person that um yeah just didn't have to do that at all uh but right. was like if you guys can give me a ride back to my place uh you can stay there and i was like <laughs> pile in the van dude um so, you know, it's, yeah, we've had nothing but really good, like, yeah, I think the closest thing to horrendous, and it really wasn't even horrendous, is uh, in South Carolina on the first tour we did, this, like, 
really cool kind of like metalcore band played with us and um mid song it ended up being i guess like a planned thing but none of us knew that it was mid song the bass player of this band takes his like get bass off of his body and runs over to the vocalist and like puts his hands around his throat and is like choking him out and all of us are like what in the fuck <laughs> is going on um but it was just like yeah, it was, it was, I'm like waiting for this like whole band to erupt in like a fist fight while they're in the middle of a song. Um, but it was part of the, part of the thing. And, and they were all super nice, sweet dudes. Uh, so, yeah, it was, but it, we, we, I mean, you know, we've had some moments like that, uh, but mostly touring with Kerosene Heights has been great. Um, you know, it's, it's, I think one of the main things I've come to really love about playing music and getting to do this uh, has just sort of been the people that you meet and um, the like connections that way that you make while you're doing uh, something that is kind of self-serving and stupid. And like, you know, it, it's cool to be like, wow, people like, even if they don't care about your band at all, like they, they can still be really nice and genuine and kind. And um, yeah, I think you meet a lot of people that are kind of from that similar background or, or, you know, doing things like this, where it's like, you, you meet people that are, have been around this their whole lives. And um, it's cool that things exist like this and that you get to do stuff like this um, and get to tour. I mean, I've, you know, inversely, like my, my touring experiences from younger were all bad. Uh, and so even going with Kerosene Heights, it was like, this isn't gonna be good. Um, like, and I hope y'all don't hate this because I don't think a lot of the band had done much touring or if any um, prior to Kerosene Heights. And, um, you know, I was 21 a long time ago and broke down in Flint, Michigan with the band I was playing in. Uh, and at, the, at that time, I, I didn't even have a cell phone. Um, and, you know, you're like, wow, I, I, I genuinely, when that happened, was like, I might live in Flint, Michigan now. <laughs> um, because I have no money and now no mode of transportation. Uh, but e even in those moments, you know, the, the, the people that that band ended up finding who, uh, we were dumb and thought it was a good idea to buy a full like 40 foot school bus to tour in, um, not thinking about any of the other aspects to that uh other than that would be cool uh, <laughs> and then you're like oh my god it costs 300 dollars to fill this thing up uh we're not gonna make that much money ever um and somehow miraculously we made it to flint michigan from florida and then uh yeah the bus broke down and we had uh the, the mechanic those people ended up being so nice and bought a ton of our merch, gave us way too much money for all of that. Um, fed us every night, uh, you know, let us sleep in, they let us sleep in the bus um, on their lot while they were working on it overnight and like hooked us up with power so we could run. Um, it was January in Michigan. So they, they hooked Oof. us up with like space heaters so that we didn't freeze to death on this bus and brought us like pizza every night. Um, yeah, they ended up being way too kind. Um, and, uh, you know, the guy that ran the place, his whole, he literally was just like, I have a daughter that's your age. 
and if this happened to her and i'm like why <laughs> why would this happen to her we are very dumb and why would she be on a school bus with a band does she play in a band um but no he just ended up being like uh yeah you know if something happened to her i'd hope somebody would do the same and that was that was the motivation um just that which is so cool uh and then another mechanic there sold us a very bad but running van and we hightailed it back to florida um you know with no, nothing um so it you know yeah I've, I've had a lot of bad times doing this and still it's nice to see the other side of it and be like wow you can just go out and have fun and like it doesn't suck <laughs> right. oh my god you've gone um, yeah. through so you've gone through all that bad stuff to now this everything going forward should hopefully just be smooth sailing with kerosene heights like let's hope can, yeah i mean like even if it's not that's okay right it's part of it you know <laughs> um and i and yeah i'm gonna be that i'm gonna it'll build character uh <laughs> <laughs> um but no it's you know i mean and that's it i think you learn that it's just it's going to happen at some point. It's it's sort of inevitable that something is going to go wrong. Um, and I think you, I I especially have had to learn to just like swallow that and not let that be the the only thing that sits at the front of your head the whole time. It's like when is this going to happen? And just accept that it it can or it can't, and you can't do anything about that. Yep. Um, and just to kind of be in the moment a little bit more and enjoy it. Um, yeah, which is again, it's it's great. We. You have bad shows here and there. Same thing. It's gonna happen. You just gotta like sort of laugh it off, shrug it off, and be like, "That that sucked," you know? Um, yeah. I mean, we played in New York, and I think all of us broke strings at this show. All of us had some sort of mechanical issue happen, and finally, like three songs into this like cool fest that we were playing in New York, we're like, "Doubt." fuck it like we're you know kind of like take them off like i'm not gonna we had 15 minutes and yeah we won't have time to restring our guitars and play more songs so y'all just got the worst version of all of our songs we're sorry uh we're gonna come back you know <laughs> man uh, yeah and that i think is probably the worst thing that's happened to kerosene yeah that, that that's that's always rough i've like thankfully when when i toured i just did like tming um i think we only had like one guy maybe break a string every few uh shows and we always had like a backup guitar that i had to like run out there but uh you learned to have like, those I can't, things on you <laughs> yeah uh i can't imagine like you know if they would have all broke strings at the same like in the same set i would have been like i'm going back to the bar i don't know what you want me to do i can't do no. anything right now like fucking, no and and fun. like I am, you know, I don't, there are probably musicians out there that are like, cool, I broke my A string. I can, you know, make my way around the yeah, guitar. Yeah, it up and like do all this. That ain't me. And that's not the rest of this band. We were like, <laughs> oh no. I mean, I tried and I'm like, this is horrible and out of tune and I am done. Uh, yeah. So it, you know, that's, and chances, chances a lefty on top of all of that. So the like borrowing someone else's guitar great i usually can um chance it, it, it's like there's not gonna be another left-handed guitar player here that's gonna let me borrow their guitar dude uh, right <laughs> so he brings a backup most of the time uh i don't i live life on the edge um <laughs> and yeah i mean it's you know uh no it's it's we've been so fortunate to have like the we our first tour was with farseek 
who, if you haven't listened to them, they are so good. And um, them taking us out was like, again, in my head, I'm like, why? Like, oh, but hell yeah. Um, and that tour was incredible. They are some of the nicest people and just a seriously incredible band. And then, you know, we did this last one um, with California Cousins uh, out of Rochester. Same deal. It was like when we asked them, hey, do you guys want to do this tour with us? And then they're like, yeah. I was like, what is going on? Um, and you just, I think it's cool to be like, it doesn't hurt to ask. And um, you will surprise yourself with the answers that you'll get sometimes. Um, but same deal. I mean, those guys are seriously some of the nicest people. And uh, touring with them was so much fun too. Like uh, it, it was, yeah, it, it was awesome. Um, there, I'm like, all of us are like, this is great. We're going to keep doing this. Right. Yeah. Bouncing off of your, uh, it doesn't hurt to ask. Like I, I'm almost, I'm like starting, I'm like three and a half years into doing this podcast and I still feel like I'm not big enough to like ask people to do anything. So like anytime that I end up sending out, like, like, I think when, when I sent you guys that email one also, uh, I want to point out you guys responded back so fast faster than like, anyone like it was literally two minutes and i was like what the fuck uh but normally when i send out those emails i'm like well let's see how this fucking goes uh let's see yeah. how many of these i get back uh but i don't know i'm getting a little have- bit more bold so right um i am more in your camp and it's been really cool to play in a band with the people that i play with because they are in that other they're they're like uh, what are they gonna do say no and i'm like yeah and then i'll be crushed forever um and uh yeah you know i i have learned that a it's okay you know doing this a lot of people are gonna tell you no um a lot of people aren't gonna like your shit like and that's and that's cool like uh but it's fun to be like but there are you know you i think focusing on the people that do is a hundred times better than focusing on the people that don't um yeah and again, it's like what I was talking about before with like the comparison thing, like, don't worry about that. No, that no could be a yes in a year. Um, and uh, yeah, so I mean that, yeah, it's like, in, in the same way, I think that was, you, you, you know, you're like, oh, I just found you guys. And that was cool. We just found you like I, I and, and now I've listened to, I think, four episodes. I'm like, this is a good podcast. I'll keep listening to it, uh, which is cool. Like, yeah, dude um i think it's a fun concept and it's yeah you get good bands on here which is always cool too so and yeah chance and i are both uh (laughs) on our phones way too much and do it's it's yeah it's in a great way but you know it's it's such a fun thing for us and he and i are kind of especially right now because things have been a little slower for us um and i've done a lot of our booking chances a lot of other like behind the scenes stuff so yeah we're on our phones too much and uh with things like that it's like oh my gosh someone emailed us like yeah we don't get a ton of emails um (laughs) uh so it was it was cool to like you know to have that um yeah it it, you know it's yeah we don't we don't get a lot of emails (laughs) so if anyone's listening drop us a line just say what's up right we'll get that quick um (laughs) Yeah, it no, it, it's it's cool. Uh, we yeah, and and we all, I think the whole band is big podcast people. Um, the last tour we did, we probably half the time listened to podcasts, uh, and the other half listened to music. But 
um, podcasts are a good break. It makes long drives for me go by so fast. Yeah. Uh, and I love that. And then uh, Chance, Chance is like, that dude will like push his vocals. And so he's got to rest vocals a lot when we're out on the road. And listening to a podcast is so much easier because everyone's so focused in on listening to this thing that no one's trying to like talk over the music. Mm. And I think for him especially, it's been like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to just sit quietly while all of you guys are talking about things that I want to, you know, talk with you about. Um, so yeah, podcasts, I think were like a really cool thing for us as a band to discover on the road. Like, oh, this is, this is a good way for all of us to kind of be quiet and just like focus on something. And yeah. When you guys are on the road and you guys are listening to these podcasts, like what are your your go to ones that like everyone agrees on to listen to? Um, we it, it's kind of all over the place to be honest. Uh, this last tour, Chance and I both really like uh, the first ever podcast um, with mm. Jeremy Baum, um, and that kind of same. You know, it's like just people from bands being interviewed, like longer format. That you're like, yeah, I like listening and nerding out about hearing about other people that you're like oh i love this band um right and uh last time i think the other one that we spent some time listening to uh shoot it was called i'm gonna totally forget i'm the worst person to do these kinds of things because i'm like i don't know anything um (laughs) uh it was called heavyweight um it's kind of cool it's like I don't even really know how to explain it, but uh, it's almost like weird, like mystery type things, but they're not like, it's nothing heavy. Like it's like stupid. Like uh, one of my favorite episodes on that is um, uh, he's a big comedian actor, but he's on it. And he's like, no one in my family believes me that I broke my arm when I was a kid. (laughs) And this guy's like, cool, let's figure this out. And so they like go back and try to find photos and like all the, all these things to like, be like, did he like, and the whole family's like, no, he's a liar. Like he didn't break his arm. And he's like, I definitely did. Uh, And, and yeah, so it's like weird mysteries that they, uh, you know, kind of solve. Yeah. It's just kind of comical and uh, we're a bunch of silly dudes. (laughs) uh yeah that's that's something that we try really hard to not uh put out there on the internet um yeah i think we like try to be like no we're serious but then yeah no we're a bunch of silly geese (laughs) (laughs) you just gotta Uh, take all your promo photos as like a hardcore band and then just like have that other persona where you're like we're not like that at all it it's funny because that is essentially like up until maybe now has been like the overall like again, we're all big hardcore fans. And so that's sort of been the like way that we have wanted to present is a little more like in that, um, ser- again, serious and like that kind of lane. Uh, you know, I always like to joke around and be like, we're probably like, we're your like favorite hardcore band's favorite emo band. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, I mean, we're, yeah, we're all really, that's like, I listen to probably more heavy music at this point in my life than I do emo music, um, which is cool. And we're trying, you know, I'm like, I think we can make this bleed in a little (laughs) bit, uh, which would be cool. Hey, mixed band bills are a thing and you guys will work. I mean, everyone should work on a mixed band bill, but like, I feel like if you guys were like, Hey, uh, can we hop on this show while we're in town and it's a hardcore bill? Like, I feel like you guys would do just fine. I have tried a lot um, and it hasn't happened yet, uh, but yeah, I, 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 
I won't stop again. Like you said, you never know when they're going to say yes. So, uh, but yeah, that's that. And like you said, that's, I would rather do that than play with four other emo bands any day of the week. Nothing against, like, I love, there are some amazing bands that put out some great music this year. Uh, But yeah, that, I mean, most, I'm like, no, this is more fun. And there's, you know, definitely more energy in that. Uh, So yeah. We won't stop trying. It'll happen. You'll see it one day. We'll be like, wow, they did it. They played with a bunch of hardcore bands. Best, I guess, maybe it was a little bit like that. I don't know. Nah. (laughs) I feel like that's just more punk bands than anything. Yeah, there were hardcore bands there, but yeah, Yeah. we did not play with any of them. Um, But yeah, that that was, uh, yeah, that was cool. (laughs) But yeah, when when you guys finally achieve the, the playing on a hardcore band bill, uh, definitely let me know. I know my the old band I used to run with, like we had just kicked off a tour and we played, they were like a pop punk band, but like a kind of like a faster pop punk band. Uh, and we opened for like this hardcore like show and like no one was there to watch or gave a shit. Like there, there's a photo out there somewhere where I took it from the merch stand and it's just our two friends that came to watch the show and like no one else. And I was like, why did I take this picture and to post it? <laughs> um but you know those can be kind of brutal uh sometimes hey that is at least if nothing else that is real and that has happened to every fucking band i don't care if the only pictures they post are of everybody going crazy in the pit or in the crowd they've played to two people or none before too and uh so you just keeping it real yeah that's true um <laughs> it, that that uh, happens a lot yeah, the, the, I, I, I could probably do a whole, like, podcast just on, like, hey, let's just talk about the worst shows we've ever been yeah. a part of. Uh, I mean, that's touring. People are like, it must be so fun. And I'm like, it has a lot of fun moments, yeah. but it's also, like, yeah, you play to a lot of, like, yeah, cool, five people showed up, and you're like, yes, that's great. Yeah. We're, we're hyped. And we drove eight hours to get there for that one five-person show. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think that that's a cool thing about our band is we are genuinely a bunch of like just grateful idiots that were able to do this like um and so if there's two people there that are paying attention and listening to us like we will play like we're playing to 2000 like that's we get to do it that's awesome (laughs) um obviously you know like like we mentioned this is the first episode that i'm recording in 2023 it's early 2023 um we know that we have that you guys have an lp coming uh summer of this year but like what other things can we expect from kerosene heights in 2023 um i think a a lot more touring um that is genuinely i think the other big thing that we are trying to push uh i think a lot of it will come post lp release um to kind of help promote that but you know I, i don't know how many dates we did this past year, but it was probably around like 35, 40. Um, I want to say our like ambitious goal is 90 days uh, on the road this year, Um, which again is we're doing this all ourselves and definitely all have full-time normal jobs. Uh, (laughs) So that that's, we're going to try to push it as hard as we can for as long as we can. Um, and yeah, so I think we're going to try to to really go out and hit some places that we've never hit before. Um, we're going to try to do the Midwest uh, and go a little further west in that. Um, 
we're I'm hopefully gonna try to play fest again. That was such a good and fun experience uh, for all of us. Um, and me being a Florida person, that's something I've had dreamed about doing since I was you know 20 and going to fest and like I want to get on this. Uh, so getting to do that when I was you know 34 was like wow, this took almost 15 <laughs> years, but fuck yeah. Um, and it was so so great. Uh, and that's just such a cool that that whole thing is everyone should go to that at, at least once it's there is nothing else like it um but yeah so i think that's it you know we're gonna try to maybe put out a music video with this uh with this lp um which would be fun and yeah we're like yeah, we'll try it uh <laughs> and uh yeah just try to try to keep touring like just play more shows generally Dude, that's why yeah. we do it yeah exactly i, I want to see kerosene heights in my backyard well not my backyard but like i don't I got a small backyard. Don't don't play there. But I like, in the <laughs> Twin Cities. Okay, we'll, we'll make it happen. Uh, but I want to see you guys come through the cities hopefully soon uh, with this LP and like just have a good fucking time. Yeah, dude. Hopefully summer. Um, yeah, we were we were trying to come through in April and that ended up uh, falling through. But um, we will hopefully be coming through this summer. So uh, fuck yeah. Well, keep me posted on that. Um, if anyone's looking for kerosene heights merch music or just kerosene heights in general where can they find it um bandcamp is where most of our merch lives right now uh i believe there will be some physical stuff from that split that we did um on no sleeps website eventually um but if you search kerosene heights in google we're gonna come up first over anything else <laughs> there's no nobody else has anything called kerosene heights so right. yeah we'll, we'll come up and then a bunch of uh of um old timey lamps will come up after that so. <laughs> uh i did notice for anyone that's into collecting tapes uh which i don't know if i've ventured into doing that yet i didn't spend too much money on vinyl uh, you guys still have tapes out there for the original release of the of the EP, so uh, we do. Nice, Those like, are... uh, translucent red, which definitely pick it up if you get a chance. Yeah, yeah, we've got maybe like twenty ish left. Um... And I will not repress those. So you'll also be getting a very limited cassette because uh, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> uh, well, I mean. Uh, make sure you go follow Kerosene Heights on all the socials, uh, depending on where you found this episode, whether it's the Facebooks, the Twitters, or the Instagram. Uh, check the description, follow those hyperlinks, and stay up to date with everything Kerosene Heights has coming out. You know, they'll probably post like some behind the scenes stuff from, uh, you know, recording, be ready for oh, the LP, and just be ready for everything else that they have going on. Yeah. Thank you, dude. Dude, thank that, you. You said all of it. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> it. You kind of, I think we're, I don't think we have Facebook, but we're on, we're, Chance runs our Twitter, and I pretty much run our Instagram, but Chance is also on our Instagram a bunch, so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like, thank you for taking the time out of your, it's Monday. It feels weird having days off. Uh, thank you for taking the time out of your Monday to sitting down, to sit down with me, you know, for some uh, kind of like nooner beers and, uh, you know, yeah, having a good time. Yeah, it, I would rather do this than most other things, so I'm, I'm <laughs> glad I had a good reason to do it. Hell yeah um well like i normally say if you or anyone you know should be on an episode of beers with bands feel free to hit me up uh i got the email on all the socials or maybe you'll get lucky and i'll find one of your songs on my curated playlist and then i'll be like hey do you want to be on my podcast and then you could be like justin be like yeah yeah let's fucking do it 
yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say yes to cool, fun things with oh, cool yeah. people. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, I mean, other than that, uh, you know, here's to a solid 2023 and uh, I'll catch everyone on the next episode. See ya. Something about you.